Bunyan Country's been around a number of years, so I have a lot of stuff in the archives. I was panicking today because I realized I didn't have anything set up for today. And then I spotted in the archives a folder that says, Why Do You Fish? And it reminded me that seven years ago, I asked some of our favorite guests, Why Do You Fish? Their answers were great. If you weren't around seven years ago, you'll hear some of the best ones today. Welcome to Fish and Paul Bunyan Country, sponsored by Visit Bemidji. Ever have one of those days where everything is way behind and all of a sudden it's deadline time and you don't know what you're going to do? Oh, it's just me? Fortunately, I have archives. Today on Fish and Paul Bunyan Country, you're going to take a listen to some interviews I did seven years ago. I decided to do a feature called Why Do You Fish? And I asked some of our favorite guests why they fish. The answers were really great. We'll start out today with Charlie Worth of Charlie's Gone Fishing Guide Service in Deer River. Charlie Worth, why do you fish? Well, I just believe I was just born an outdoorsman, and that's a great outdoors activity. I like it's like playing a game where you go out and you're competing against something. You're actually competing against the fish, try to outsmart that, or it's the competitions thing. I just enjoy going out and competing against the elements and the weather, try to find these fish, look them up, catch them, and bring home a nice meal of fish. It's gratifying to be able to go out and do that in a consistent manner, just like any other outdoor activities. I think you're born with it in your system, and just one of those things. It's just great to be out in the outdoors. Charlie, have you grown up in this particular area? Yes, I actually grew up in Deer River, and I guess I never left towns. I lived here all my whole life, and that's the reason I stayed here again, because I just love all the outdoor activities in the area. I participate in a variety of them. It's a great natural place, one of the last few places in the United States that's not really overpopulated yet. We have the flexibility of going to see a lot of different lakes and a lot of different outdoor activities. You said it's something you're born with. I'm guessing you were introduced to fishing at a very young age. Yes, my father, grandfather, and... Actually, I got a little picture leaving my office there, and I'm two years old standing outside with a fishing pole in my hand. So. It really is something that people are born with. And one of the things I've noticed with kids, Charlie, is that they all love to fish. Give them the opportunity. They're going to do it. Yes. The key with the kids is get them bit. They don't have to have a white tip on the tail for them kids. You just want them to catch anything just so they got something pulling to get them started. Get them bit by the fish so they get that bite to want to go back themselves. So to take kids, I don't care if the parents want to fish walleyes. They may biting real fast. We're doing something else for those kids. Them kids need to catch something. That's right. That's what I loved when I was a kid. That's for sure. Charlie, thanks for your thoughts today. You're very welcome, Kevin. Thank you. We're going to stick around Charlie's area and check in with Jason Bozer out of Grand Rapids, his MN Fishing Pros buddy, a Fishing Fever Guide Service. 
Yeah, I thought about that question long and hard. It's kind of a tough one. It's just a feeling. It's a feeling inside you, the smell of the water, the wind in your face, rocking up and down, being in a boat, the water. It, it's hard to really put into words. I think that's the number one part for me is being on the water. It's so exciting. I've always been attracted to the water, whether it's the ocean or the lakes. And, and I tend to like some of the big lakes, too. But then you throw the fishing part in. The way I could describe when you're sitting on top of the water, you know, all you got your electronics, and which are really good nowadays, and then to try to put together what's down there below you, what you're fishing, and then try to figure out how to catch the fish that are down there, what to use, getting a whole picture of it, always been a challenge and just fun. You know, catching when it's easy, it's easy, but when it's hard, it's fun, it's a challenge to get out there and try to make things happen and knowing what's under you. And I guess that challenge is what keeps me going all the time. Heck, there's a thousand things, I suppose. <laughs> look, right, look at it, but that, that's one of them. I mean, that's what gets it for me. Is fishing something that's been a part of your life since you were a child? I grew up in Princeton, Minnesota. You know, that's back when you could just take off and ride your bikes wherever, you know. And we'd be gone all day. We'd go sit down on the Rum River there, right? And if you ever go through Princeton, Minnesota, you know, it goes around it now, but back in the day, you know, 35 years ago, it didn't. And we'd go sit down at the Rum River, and we'd catch smallmouth, carp, bullheads, anything. And we were down there for days, all day. And we'd come home, and one of our parents would help us clean them silly bullheads, and they'd cook them up. They'd kind of encourage us to do it. And after that, I started fishing Malax and Green Lake and all the little lakes around there And when I was old enough to drive. I've been fishing my whole life, yeah. I always loved it. It seems to be in people. It is yeah. hard for people to describe. It is. It really, it's a heck of a question you pose. <laughs> it's really hard to put it into words. I like to go down south sometimes in the winter to get away from this nasty weather we get up here sometimes. <laughs> and when I finally get to see that open water, sit by the ocean, just to feel that water. And I know it sounds weird to feel in the water, but you do. You feel it. It's there. It, I don't know. It's just part of you. It's hard to explain, but, you know, the interesting thing is, and we could get real philosophical about this but <laughs> if we had the time, but, I mean, this is a feeling mankind has had for thousands of years. Oh, sure. All the way to the biblical times. You get to all the disciples and stuff for fishermen. Yeah. They've been doing that for years as a way to eat and being on the water and just is in people's blood, I guess. We see this with taking kid fishing here in Bemidji. There's kids that they just don't get to go fishing throughout the course of the year for any number of reasons, but they get on that boat and they just are raving by the end of the day. It's a natural phenomenon. Yeah, it really is. That's why I love taking kids fishing because you're right when you say that that by the end of the day they're just taken over by it there's something about watching a kid on the water catching a fish and asking questions and playing with the minnows i mean it's just interesting <laughs> to watch jason for something that's hard to put into words you did a pretty good job of putting it into words well thank you thank you so much for your insight today later on in the show we pose that same question to Dwayne peterson and jason durham up next we'll get the thoughts of bro and gussie this is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. Hi, this is Dick Beardsley with Dick Beardsley Fishing Guide Service. Are you looking to plan a fishing trip? Look no further as Bemidji, Minnesota is your year-round destination for walleyes, pike, muskie, bass, perch, crappie, panfish, and more. 
with over 400 fishing lakes within a 25-mile radius of Bemidji, come take a cast of becoming a fishing legend. While you're on your fishing adventure, come take a picture with the historic Paul Bunyan and Babe the Blue Ox. Discover the first city on the Mississippi, Bemidji, one step further. Welcome back to Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. We're going into the Wayback Machine to 2014 when I asked many of our favorite guests the question, why do you fish? Jeff Gustafson, why do you fish? Fishing for me is a combination of a lot of things that make me happy. I love being outside. I love spending time doing it with my buddies. I love the puzzle of figuring it out every day. It doesn't matter if you're fishing for bass or walleyes or pike or on the ice. So... For me, it's just something that I grew up in northwestern Ontario on Lake of the Woods and have been exposed to world-class fishing my whole life, and it's a big part of me, and my life revolves around it, so it's very special to me. When you were a kid and and first started fishing, was it something you loved right away? Was it something you grew into? How did that play out for you? Uh, I was really lucky. My grandparents had a cabin on the west end of Lake of the Woods. So when I was seven, eight, nine years old, I was spending the summers on the lake and started driving a little one boat with a 15-horse motor on it probably when I was eight or nine years old. And I took it by myself, and I wasn't allowed to leave sight of the dock, and I had to wear a life jacket. And, you know, from there was able to move a little farther down the lake. And for me, I started fishing at a very young age, and it's really all I've ever done. I went to university on the Keep Mom Happy program and (laughs) got that done. And once I was done, was kind of right back into making my living in the fishing world through guiding and outdoor writing and fishing tournaments. Now I do a TV show up in Canada. It's a big part of my life and has been from a very young age. It's interesting when I talk to people about this, and I've talked to a number of them, it just seems to be something that the minute they tried it, they loved it. Yeah. You know, if you want to get kids into fishing today, it's all about letting them have fun on their own. You know, don't try and force them to go and pressure them. Some of the things, I used to always carry an underwater camera in the boat with me, and if I was guiding and I had some kids that were losing interest, put that camera down, and they're going to start seeing things, fish or crayfish or whatever it is, and that's going to keep them interested in having fun. And if you know there's a good bite going on somewhere, whether it's for crappies or walleyes or bass or pike, little pike, whatever it is, get them out when the fishing's good so they can experience catching something and they're going to want to go do it again and they're going to learn and be able to go do it on their own down the line. Jeff, thanks for your time today. No problem. And, of course, we needed to get Bro's thoughts. Bro Bro's doll, why do you fish? Well, maybe it's because I'm Aquarius. I don't know. (laughs) uh, Truly, I love fishing. I love water. I've always been drawn to water. My mother and father and my whole family always thought I was a crazy kid because no matter where we were, and they weren't in the fishing like I am, but I would always be down by the waterside. As a young kid, they got pictures of me. Four years old, five years old, I'd always find my way to some water and just love being around water and fishing. The pursuit of catching different creatures... And it's not always about catching a great big musky or sturgeon, chasing after small fish like bluegills and crappies, small fish that are bigger than other small fish, which is kind of funny. But one of my quotes I always say, and I've been saying this for years, is it's my excuse to be in extraordinary places. We've got cool areas like Red Lake, Lake of the Woods, where you can actually see some curvature to the earth because you don't see the islands. You drive for a half an hour, and then you start seeing the islands. These are really cool areas. And then rivers, river systems are cool, how fish will hold on current seams and tuck into different areas. But as a kid, I grew up 
fishing the Mississippi, ran on the river by myself at the age of nine, which probably wouldn't fly nowadays, but a few bumps and bruises here along the way kind of defined who I am. But even when I'm visiting family in other areas like Florida, I have some snowbird family there, and when I go visit them, it's like, well, hi, bye, and I'm <laughs> off to the Gulf just to see what kind of cool creatures I can catch. And I don't always have boats available to me, and I don't always have very much money in my pocket. I'm running down to the piers and the jetties, and it doesn't matter where you fish. I just like to catch them. You know, I have that really, really bad disease where when I get a bite, set the hook, and catch a fish, I want to then again get a bite, set the hook, catch a fish, repeat, <laughs> catch and repeat. Just love it. And I'm married to Heather, who loves fishing, too, so she's bad for me because if I'm working around doing the honeydew list whenever I can. Remember, I'm a guide, so I don't have better lawns and gardens for a yard or anything <laughs> like that. In my house, Robin Leach ain't going to show up and show off my house any day soon, but she'll always wonder why I'm not fishing or tempt me to go fishing, even if I have a project going on. So it's all those good things that make you a, a fisherman. And not always an excuse to get out of work. I've come back from a lot of fishing trips completely exhausted, bleached off from the sun. You have sunglasses on, but you close your eyes and you still see the sun. If you're standing and pitching, and I've done tournaments where it's a pitching tournament, you cast 100 miles of shoreline in a week. It's not a lazy thing. It's something you like to do, and you get to lakes like Rainy Lake, and you start working and pitching for walleyes or bass around the islands. It's pretty hard to beat the natural surroundings. Or even my travels, when I work for my sponsors in foreign places like the Mid-South, Lake Ouachita, it looks like a southern version of Rainy Lake. Pretty cool to be in these areas, and we're very lucky to be near Red Lake, Lake of the Woods, Rainy Lake, the Red River, a leech cast Winnie, and love being here just like everybody else. If you're close to the water, you know you're going to fish more. Bro, thanks for your thoughts on the subject. Really appreciate it. Thank you, Kevin. This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country, presented by Northland Fishing Tackle. Going back to the archives for this one, back in 2014, I asked a whole bunch of people, why do you fish? And we're listening to some of those answers. Let's hear what Jason Durham had to say. Jason Durham, why do you fish? Because it's our heritage, it's our tradition. Every time I go to the lake, it's like coming back home. Coming back home. So this is something that's been a part of your life for a long time. That's why I fish. Since I was a very, very young child, my parents used to take me out in a picnic basket in the boat when I was an infant. It's been a part of my life for my entire life, and that's why I fish. Tell us a, a little bit about uh, how it all started for you, not just being in the in the basket, but you know when you started fishing, some of your memories of, of how you decided that was something you wanted to continue doing. Fishing is more than catching fish. You know, fishing... Every part about the day is, you know, going to the, the bait shop in the morning, picking out a favorite lure, getting up early on a day that you could sleep in. You know, that's that's the meat of fishing, looking at the loons, watching the eagles, just taking in the serenity of the shoreline, being with people that you want to be with. And catching a fish, that's just the icing on the cake. What was the first fish you ever caught? I'm sure it was a, a sunfish. I'm not positive because I can't remember that far back, uh, but I probably remember more things about not catching fish than catching fish. Being in the boat with my parents, going through my dad's tackle box, uh, you know, playing with the minnows in the minnow bucket, launching the boat, going to a different lake. Those were all the memories that I remember much more than catching a big fish. <laughs> 
Yeah, and I think that's that's the case with a lot of people. Uh, certainly, it's something that eventually you decided it was going to be a key part of your life as an adult. When did you decide you wanted to be a guide? Oh, that, that's an interesting story. I was working at a bait shop, my uncle's bait shop, in fact, and we only had one guide in the area, and a gentleman came in looking for a fishing guide. And uh, the guide that was, you know, working, uh, he, he was busy. So I asked the gentleman where he was fishing, and it was the lake that I grew up on. So I showed him a map. I showed him what lures to use, how to go about catching fish on Lake Beltane. And he said, well, why don't you just guide me? And I said, well, I'm not a fishing guide. And he said, I'll pay you $35 for a half day. And I think I was making about $2.90 an hour working (laughs) at the bait shop. So I did it. And ironically, uh, 23 years later, I still guide that same guy. (laughs) The the fee is a little bit more now. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I imagine it is. Uh, so that was what age? Uh, that was at age 15, so I couldn't drive a car yet. My dad would have to drop the boat off and myself at the public access in the morning, and I'd go out and guide while he carried mail for the U.S. Postal Service, and then he'd pick me up when he was done with work. And uh, you're not going to be uh, you're not going to be putting the boat away anytime soon, are you? <laughs> no. No time soon. The The first time I had to back a boat into the water myself as the driver of the vehicle at 16 uh, was on a guide trip. And so uh, it was definitely baptism by fire. Some people really struggle with it for some reason. Uh, I just took to it really well. And uh, ever since, yeah, back the boat in sometimes a couple times a day. You've been at it a long enough time now. You've seen a lot of kids grow up. Uh, how many kids have you seen grow up and, and, and start doing some of the same things you did, start guiding and, and make it kind of part of their life and career? Probably the most interesting one is a boy that I used to mentor, and I'd take him out fishing. He would come into the bait shop uh, quite frequently, and his parents didn't fish, so I started taking him out every once in a while, and he eventually became a taxidermist, uh, just went to the national competition where I don't I don't think anybody from Minnesota has ever earned a ribbon, and he got two best of shows, two first places, a second and a third. So this guy's good, and of course he's an adult now, uh, but that's definitely rewarding to see uh, somebody follow uh, kind of the path that you guided them. Absolutely, Jason. Thanks for your insights today. We really appreciate it, and I hope that everybody out there is a mentor to somebody who goes fishing. And we'll wrap it up with one of the patriarchs of Fish and Paul Bunyan country. It was he and Brother John who decided that we needed to have a local fishing show in the Bemidji area and persuaded my then-boss, Lou Baron, that we needed to have it done. Lou Baron then persuaded me, i.e. told me, you're doing a fishing show, and I'm in my 31st year. Let's hear what Dwayne Peterson thinks about fishing. As if we didn't know. Dwayne Peterson, why do you fish? Well, that may be the easiest question that you ever asked me on Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. I've appeared a lot of times, but this is an easy one to answer. First of all, fishing is part of my lifestyle. I've made my living fishing. 
I've been in the lure business for 30, 40 years, developing, manufacturing, promoting, selling lures, promoting lures. And in order for me to make that livelihood, I've had to fish. I've had to learn a lot of the techniques. I've had to be on the cutting edge of what's happening in the fishing industry. I have to be able to catch fish in order to develop lures and sell lures and promote lures that people will buy. So one of the reasons I fish is for that reason. I make my living that way, and that's kind of a no-brainer. But beyond that, I've simply had a long-term love affair with fishing since I was very young. I caught that fever early. It has become part of my lifestyle. It's a vehicle from which I've been able to connect with nature. I love to be outside in the elements, and it's also given me a vehicle to share time with my family and friends. And I fish for a lot of reasons, not just for the tugs at the end of my line or the fish that we bring home to eat, but I just love everything about it. I love the pursuit. I love being in the environment. I love the challenge, and I love the people that fish. People that fish are good people, and I think the quality of my life has been very much enhanced by my involvement with fishing and with fishing people. I'm grateful for that. The underwater world has always intrigued me. You don't know what the next thing that bites on your line is going to be, and I love the competition with the fish. Each day is different. I get challenged to figure them out on that particular day. Sometimes the fish win, sometimes I win, and I love that competition. Also fish for the food. I love to eat fish. I love to fish all species just simply been bitten by that bug and just a lot of reasons that I fish. The thing that I have done is made an effort to share my passion to fish with as many people as I possibly can. I've been very involved with, with taking kid fishing programs, taking adults fishing, taking my friends fishing, and I have enhanced relationships with people as a result of fishing. So it's a lifestyle. It's something I've done. I couldn't get by without it. But thanks for asking. <laughs> you bet. Hey, just a quick follow-up, Dwayne. I know that family is very important to you, and I know I see Craig and Travis out there and your brother out there fishing all the time, your nephew out there fishing all the time. Obviously, there's a great family tie and a great way for family to get together, too. It is really enhanced relationship that I have with my sons, with my grandchildren, with my brother, my family, my friends. Fishing basically has been that vehicle. Last weekend, John and I had 27 people in town that have been coming to fish with us on the second weekend of the walleye season for over 40 years. They are past college and high school childhood friends of ours, and we have maintained our relationship with fishing being the vehicle. Once a year, they come to town and we fish, but basically it has been the vehicle that has kept us together. So it's about relationships, and fishing's a great vehicle for that. Most of the guys ask this question, too. Somebody got them going early, and I know that that happened for you, too. No question. I had people that influenced me as a kid, took me fishing, and I really encourage everybody to make some effort that does fish to expose others to it because it will enhance the quality of their life forever. Well, Dwayne, thank you for your insights, and thanks for all you've done to promote and make fish an even better part of life here in northern minnesota you're sure welcome hey i hope you enjoyed listening to those answers as much as i did i was going through the archives and saw that folder and said oh wow i remember that some really good stuff there well we got some really good stuff coming up this week too because we got some big tournaments coming up the frank sander jr memorial muskies inc tournament is coming up in mid-september but the deadline to register is coming up soon so we'll check in with peter janik on that the Professional Muskie Tournament Trail is coming to Bemidji this weekend. We'll do another preview of that this week, too. Mike Frisch and Nate Blazing will join us. Jeff Anderson as well. And it's only going to get wilder as hunting seasons join the mix in September. As always, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and subscribe to the podcast so you can listen whenever it's convenient for you. That's it for today. I'm Kev Jackson. Thanks for joining us. Fishing, bon, bon.